No, 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 sorry. All right, this is Pure Decking for August 7, 2014. This is a show about stuff that interests me, like our current police state, information security, and still not updating the website. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been getting my ass kicked by real life. So, uh, yeah, I still haven't updated the website. I'm Warps. Tonight, we have the long-missing-in-action Big Brother Lord. Hi! I'm alive. So he claims. We also have the ever-present RU-486. Hello. I'm alive physically. <laughs> Dead inside, though. Just like the hookers he hires, or kills, or... I, I forgot the joke. Anyways, um... So, I actually, um... Actually, I have a Saturday coming up that I don't have to do anything else. I might get the website back in line. <laughs> so... We'll see. Um, I've got a lot of ideas for the station, a lot of things I'd like to do with it. So as soon as I get some time under my hand, on my hands, I can actually uh, get, to, get to work on this. So... Oh, 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 we may have an incoming madman. Oh, let's put everything on hold for madman. He's that important. Somebody go grab him. He may not know to All hop right. down here. I, I will uh, go User up. left your channel. User left your channel. And they both User go to channel. <laughs> Somebody go grab him. Everyone leaves. It's like, oh, well. <laughs> User joined your channel. User Bidding done, master. <laughs> I was about to send a text chat. It's like, have you started yet? You just missed the intro. Ah. So, I, I don't have a way to describe Madman. Um, the ever vulgar. There we go. So... Ah. Yes. Ah, uh, I heard something open. Madman, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Batch 19 pre-prohibition style lager. You, you know, I had some of that. I wasn't... I mean, it wasn't bad. I just... It didn't strike me as anything special. Aged. I don't know. Maybe it's... Maybe I had a different different batch. What do you think of it? One moment. Um... I'll be playing the role of Sard tonight. I've got some uh, shock top uh, apple wheat. <coughs> Not bad. Cool. Are you? What are you drinking? I, I heard you try to say gay under the uh, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just your good old style. Um, shake until you fall off coffee. Awesome. On my second bucket today, and I'll be having a new sitcom come out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Big, what do you got, man? Got a new bottle of bourbon, baby. Awesome. Now, you're going to have to be a little bit more specific. Two of us are from Kentucky. What bourbon? Four Roses. After the meetup, holy shit, I love this stuff. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. A great way to polish your copper. Uh, uh, oh. Are you? <laughs> I, I would shank you, but that would involve a plane ticket. It might be worth it. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? A great way to polish your copper. <laughs> Feel free, man. Uh, you're going to have to get here within the next 72 hours, though, because I'm about to leave again. <laughs> a little bit late nice. on the soundboard there. <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, yeah, nobody else is looking at show notes. I guess I'll give you guys that link. I don't think anybody, I'm not sure anybody else even cares about the show notes, but, you know, hey. 
I work. It's been a while. I don't. I don't know what's going on. I, I work from them, so you know. I quick skim. Anyways, um, so information security discussion prevention just flat out does not work. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say that prevent <laughs> prevention when it comes to trying to keep people out of shit just doesn't work. Um, you cannot prevent assholes from getting into your stuff if they're persistent enough. Uh, of course, there's the the story everywhere about the Russian crime ring that got 1.2 billion usernames and 500 million email addresses, and it's been confirmed by three different security people. And they got it from 40, 400, or uh, yeah, 420,000 websites, including and most of them haven't been patched yet, so they're not releasing the names. Um, and I'm really tired of seeing the same stories everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Um, I had a hard nope, time putting... totally safe. I had a hard hard time putting together the show notes tonight because it's just the same stories over and over and over again. I'm really tired of seeing this one. But, so let's just lay it to bed right now. Expecting some string of characters, preferably random, probably not, that's supposed to be a secret between you and your service provider to protect your stuff doesn't work. You know, it's, passwords didn't even work for speakeasies. They still got raided. Yeah. That that was because they could kick open the door and had shotguns. Effectively. <laughs> what else does the average dumbass have, though? Well, probably. Vigilance. <laughs> keep an eye on your credit report. Well, you yeah. you've been reading ahead, but I mean, seriously. No, I haven't. I haven't actually opened them up yet. But oh God. That's how you do it. <laughs> But I mean, I mean, seriously, does anybody actually think passwords work anymore? I, I mean, I, I, I was, I was advocating 128 character random string of crap for a Wi-Fi key. Well, sure, you'd never brood it, but what good does it do? Passwords are like front door locks, man. They keep the honest person out. That's yeah, it. that that's a great way to put it. Because I mean, if you yeah. think about it, if you're a service provider, if you're running a website. You cannot trust your users with their passwords. People use shit passwords. You know, oh, hey, that's the same password as all my luggage. You know, um, they share their passwords. They give them to anybody and everyone. They write them down. They put them on post-it notes and stick it to the lid of their laptop. And, of course, people, you know, save passwords at XLS and then get their systems pwned. So, I mean, as a, if you run a site, you cannot trust people to manage their passwords correctly. And if you're a user trying to do shit right, you can't trust the service providers because, well, hell, most companies don't maintain their systems. I mean, their their developers are usually understaffed, underpaid. Security is expensive and hard. I, I mean, very... And every other user has to be competent. Yeah. It takes one person to click on a phishing link, and then you're compromised. And, you know, you get into the hobbyist stuff, you know, people who just throw up a WordPress or a PHP BB, you know, some gearhead throwing together a car enthusiast forum probably isn't going to understand the finer points of encryption. And truthfully, it's not fair to expect them to. I guess if you're going to run a website, you kind of have to, but, uh, <laughs> you know, this shit's not easy. And somebody who just grabs a bunch of free stuff and throws it together and gets a following has probably has no idea how to do it correctly. I, I mean, <laughs> this shit just gets hacked. <laughs> I 
you know, what good can you do when you're just like, oh, well, we found a bug in your TCP stack. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm really not. I, I just really want to point out at this that at this point in the game, protect expecting a password to protect your shit is kind of um, well. Playing defense is never a long-term victory. As um, a Hamas leader once said, "You have to be right 100% of the time. I just have to succeed once." That's true. That that is a. And, that is a very apt statement when it comes to doing defense. And that applies to everything. The only sound advice is to put some stops on your credit so that anytime anyone accesses it, it's flagged. And they have to do extra work to actually get any of your money or open up a credit card account. Well, I mean, that's that's it. That's the solution is monitoring, you know. If you're on, if you're running systems, you know you use a host-based system to keep track of what goes on on it. You log everything. You actually review your logs, and you have to respond when somebody tells you something's up. Um, you know, and monitoring's hard. It's it's not practical. I mean, seriously, you have to audit everything that goes on in a system to make sure it hasn't been hacked. Uh, I can suggest projects for monitoring systems, but. You know, it's, it's like, is that when, is what Madband says? You know, check your credit report every day, log into every account you have, and look for the weird? I mean, is that what you do? Cool, I just want another iPad. Quick. <laughs> so what do you think <laughs> about those secure ID tokens? Well, those are two-factor, so those help. Because what happens is, assuming their system works correctly, because they don't always work correctly, and then the two-factor might as well not even be there. Um, assuming it works, the concept is only the person with the second factor, the little RSA token or, you know, whatever, you know, the, the program on your cell phone can access a credential. Now those, those do work because they're very difficult to guess. Um, they, they don't, um, they, they they usually, if they're implemented correctly, they usually don't introduce additional flaws, at least any more than what's already going to be on the site, because it's just one more text box, right? And it, it introduces a third, uh, another authentication step. It's, it's another chance to catch that maybe whoever's doing this doesn't have, um, is, isn't the actual person who should be doing whatever action is you're talking about. The problem with those is um, they still don't always work. For example, uh, World of Warcraft is, is a common, easy one to cite, where people have the authenticators and their account still gets compromised. Uh, I think that has more to do with the fact that World of Warcraft servers are probably getting compromised directly. Because that's the thing. We're talking about the authentication t uh, token, but what good does that do if somebody finds a, you know another way in that doesn't involve getting in a user account? What if they somehow get admin access to the box? They find a code injection somewhere, or they find, I don't know, a root SSH uh, key kicking around somewhere. Or, you know, <laughs> I mean, this has happened, by the way, where uh, images that were shared out for Amazon AWS services uh, had SSH keys in them. And after lots of different web services had used these images... Uh, the people with the key came back and just started rummaging through these servers. Nice. That's happened. 
and that's not that's not anything the user's done wrong. That's not anything the sysadmin's done wrong. That, well, it is something the sysadmin did wrong. They didn't check their image to make sure that it was clean. But I mean, <laughs> these were Amazon provided images, right? These were up in the Amazon store, so somebody missed something. But uh, <laughs> I, I guess. I'm not quite sure where to draw the line on that because if they find another way into the system that doesn't involve going after the end user credentials, then what good does it do? It's like, well, it's it's like a lot of these website breaches. They're finding a SQL injection somewhere, right? So they get code to run on the server somewhere. Then they dump out the user table from their comment system or their forum, and they've got all the hashed passwords or depending on the forum system or whatever they're using, they might just have the flat out password and an email address to go with it usually. And most people use the same, you know, username, password, email on everything. So that credential from some sewing forum that didn't do a very good job of taking care of their stuff, you know, might get them into their email, might get them into their bank. So I, I don't know that I have a good solution. I just I kept seeing this Russian story over and over and over again, and it just flat out pissed me off. <laughs> you know, just this is, oh my God, everyone has all these passwords. Quick, change your passwords. Well, I mean, you see the same story over and over and over again. eBay's hacked. Change your passwords. Uplay was hacked. Change your passwords. Sony was hacked. Change your passwords. At some point, you kind of think passwords aren't really the solution anymore. <laughs> It's not the only solution. It's the only one that's free. That's why it's used. Yeah. Anything? And it's the best thing we've got right now that the average um, person can use. Well, you know, it's funny. I brought up the uh, the the point of uh, World of Warcraft earlier with their authenticator where you, you run the program on your cell phone and you, you get a code and you can log into the system with it. If you think about it, that authentication, I mean, that's better. They still have accounts get popped and stuff like that, but that's at least better than what a lot of places do. And that includes banks. Yeah. You know, what, you know, banks do some stuff to make sure that you know it's not a phishing site, except none of that works because if you know how to set up your phishing site, it doesn't matter <laughs> because you're just man in the middle of it. But... Um, I guess what I'm getting at is stop panicking every time you see somebody's got your passwords and just assume they do. Just assume that that account's compromised. Don't put important shit in stupid accounts. Have a couple of email accounts. One to log into your stupid forum and the other one for business. And, you know, accounts that matter really should have a unique password to them and some kind of monitoring you know if you can set up a system uh, if you can set up a system to watch an account and if it sees activity on it you know shoots you an email yeah sure every time you log into it you'll get an email fine that's expected but every time somebody else logs into it you also get an email and you can say hey wait a minute and call your bank and not lose all your money so and that's hard. I mean, there's not... I mean, sure, I can recommend, you know, Tripwire, OSSEC, all kinds of stuff for securing your servers and monitoring your servers. Um, oh, jeez, I had a, I found a 
log monitoring uh, system earlier today, and I closed it out because I found some other stuff for Dojo. But uh, uh, that point aside, it doesn't do much good if you know if I'm monitoring everything I've got in the world, but Madman's got an account on the same system and he's not. What what good does it do for me to go nuts with monitoring? You know, it's, hey, it's too late. It said it would make my penis bigger, and it had boobs. Yeah, I still wouldn't have trusted that troll. I, was, I mean, that was a little Russian troll. I would not have trusted that thing, boobs or no. <laughs> Just because it was four foot tall and probably lying to me doesn't mean I shouldn't try it once. <laughs> Don't be mistrustful of everyone all the time. Watch me. <laughs> um. Anyways. So, I know I'm just uh, really whinging, man, but... I know, I know what you're whinging about, though. Deep down, the heart of the matter is you'd like to change all the end users so your life could be a little bit easier. It's just all about mops. I'm starting to see where this whole security rant's going. It's all about making your life easier, isn't it? No, it's all about... I'm just sick of seeing the same shit over and over and over again when this problem is solvable. Oh, I know. You go to Keys, you set up monitoring... And you do the stuff correctly. You you actually, if you run a website, you have to monitor it. You have to keep it, keep track of this. You have to read your logs. There, there's a reason we don't have a forum on Galaxy 15 Radio. It's not because I couldn't set one up. It, forums are easy to set up. The reason we set up the subreddit was because I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to deal with doing the security correctly on it because it's a pain in the ass. I didn't want to have to deal with trying to keep, you know... Uh, uh, spammers and and phishing and and the hacking bots. attempts and bots and I've done I've dealt with fucking wikis on websites before. It's just not worth the effort if you're not putting in the time to properly monitor it. And let's be clear here: we're on the third pure decking that hasn't been posted on time. I obviously don't have the time. Um. <laughs> Dude, you're wrecking the magic. There's some kid crying at home now that it's not all magic and kids. Good. I hope he's sitting in the corner tearing up the newspaper while he's crying. <laughs> Ain't kids read anymore? Uh, okay, fine. Smashing the iPad against the table trying to kill the pigs. I don't care. Um, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't actually know where I'm going with this anymore. I'm just... Really, really tired of seeing this the same panic over, oh no, somebody got your passwords, got all the hashes, got your email address. It's like, well, yeah. That's never going to go away for a few reasons. People are stupid. One, there's always going to be a stupid person. And two, panic sells. Yes, it does. Yeah. So, no matter how secure everything is, you're not going to hear... Such and such bank has been operating so many years without a breach. Look at what a good job they're currently doing. You're only going to hear such and such a bank crashed. It doesn't matter if they did everything perfect. It doesn't matter whatever the reason. All that matters is bad news sells and people are interested in it. Hmm. So you're just telling me to get over it. <laughs> yeah. Even if everyone does everything perfectly, you're still going to have those stories propagate because those are the stories people want to read. Well, of course, nobody's ever going to... You're never going to get everything done perfectly. So... 
there'll always be be some stupid website out there, and people are always going to use the same, you know, passwords for everything. So I don't know. I guess that's where the old, you know, the old advice of changing your password all the time comes from. <laughs> Except now, you just every time you see the news article, change your passwords. I mean, then you end up writing them down. Yeah, and then. Then they be creeping into your house and taking your passwords that way. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna write your passwords down, either use some kind of an encrypted password keeper, or put them in your wallet. Treat them like money. At least then, you know. You know, I've found honestly that that whole phrase of putting it in your wallet doesn't work. People don't understand that. So you say treat them like money, and they get it. It's like oh, yep. <laughs> so. I don't know. I don't know if I'm accomplishing anything or, or here or not. So I think we'll uh, we'll go ahead on to uh, on to the news. On to the news. First, Yay, depressing part. Woohoo! <laughs> what you mean, me whinging for twenty minutes wasn't? Hey, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a valid point. What you had to say? <laughs> You're preaching to the converted here, buddy. Well, yeah, that's what we need. We need somebody on on here who's gonna who's willing to argue with me. And be like, no, no, you can use the same password everywhere. Who cares? Wow, they lost. Whoa! If you would As like, lo- I can play devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you do so logically? It depends on what I'm trying to advocate against. The but, argument but I if just I'm had. I'm gonna be an end user. I can't be logical. <laughs> Yeah, we, we'd have we'd have we'd have full grown end users sitting in the corner crying, tearing up newspaper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, first story up is from ZDNet. A hacker has announced on Reddit and Twitter that they'd hacked Anglo-German company uh, Gamma International UK Limited, makers of Finn Fisher spyware sold exclusively to governments and police agencies. The file was leaked on both Reddit and at Gamma Corp PR. A parody Twitter account by the hacker taking credit for the breach. The Twitter account is still doing out tidbits or doling out tidbits from the massive theft. The Reddit post uh, Gamma International leaked in self uh, self uh, anachronism said uh, two years ago their software was found being widely used by governments in the Middle East, especially uh, Bahrain, to hack and spy on computers and phones of journalists and dissidents. Gamma Group, the company that makes Finn Fisher, denied having anything to do with it saying they only sell the hacking tools to good governments and that those authoritarian regimes must, must have stolen a copy. A couple of days ago when I hacked in and made off with 40 gigs of data from Gamers, they didn't notice 40 gigs of data crossing their wires egress. A security company that makes this stuff did not notice 40 gigs of data crossing their wires going the wrong way. Well, well, it was Bill's birthday. We were down with the cake. Um, <laughs> we oh. had to make sure Milton didn't get a piece. Um, yeah. In their defense, how many admins were running torts on their server? <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's you, probably the truth right there. You know that happens. Oh, <laughs> I know. Anyone here knows it. You know that happens. <laughs> At least my torrents, you're not going to track back to me. Uh, <laughs> But is it going to add erroneous data on the network you're supposed to support? No! No, it's not! Okay, then good for you. You at least pwned another network to set up your own, <laughs> your turrets on. 
Quiet, you. Um. <laughs> Tune in next week for Mops Looks for a Job. <laughs> no, that's the point of why it doesn't add traffic to my network. They just see it. They might catch the torrent URL going out to my... Um, anyways. Yeah. Do something just, that doesn't matter. <laughs> just keep on trucking. To China. Yeah, it goes out right to uh, an address in... Um, um, Macau. Let's just say yeah. that and keep moving. Yeah. Um, but th- yeah, that's what was happening, man. <laughs> didn't notice the 40 gigs going the wrong way. Uh, and the stolen Finn Fisher foil spoils were leaked as a torrent file on Dropbox and have since been shared across the internet, meaning that control of the information leak is now impossible. Finn Fisher's notoriety of late has come from his use in the uh, government-targeted activists, notably leaking the monitoring of high-profile dislikes in Bahrain. Actually, in my last job... Um, one of the one of the things I suggested that we did, and we ended up doing it, was uh, laptops that were designated for international travel. We encrypted uh, specifically, not because I didn't think that they couldn't, you know, get past uh, Microsoft's BitLocker because Microsoft keeps a copy of the keys for you. Um, we did it to keep customs agents from installing this shit. Yeah. Because of it's common knowledge they were installing it. The, the German government was doing it. The Chinese government was doing it. Um, I'm not sure that the Chinese government was using FinFisher. I know the German government was. Um, but that's just great that the whole thing is out there on a torrent file now. And they weren't monitoring their network, or someone might have noticed 40 gigs going the wrong way. <laughs> that's a lot of egress data. Well, I mean, you know, read your logs. People don't watch this stuff. That's true. They, they, you know, Either they don't realize they need to keep an eye on this, or they just, you know... And just assume it's something else. That's just a lot of data to go the wrong way. Or they do some math and figure up what's the cost of actually monitoring this and doing a good job? What are the odds of me being specifically targeted in my data getting out? And then if that happens, what's the cost of cleanup? Well, the thing is, it's not necessarily specifically targeting. Most most hacking attempts are attacks of opportunity. They see a well, way in and they go. They don't care who it was. I mean, Goodwill was hacked. Then we changed the formula. The odds of being compromised. That's the problem is getting people to change that formula. They still think, well, nobody's going to target us. I, I'm having that argument in my current job right now. You know, people saying things like, uh, nah, we're not big enough. Nobody cares. You want to fucking bet? <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're big enough. It's just, what are the odds of them getting into your system? And then what's the cost if they do? If that's greater than the cost of fix of fixing the problem or monitoring, then you should be fixing the problem or monitoring. My boss did pick up on the terminology of a game over scenario and has been using that in reports. Oh God! <laughs> no, really? Yeah. Because I, I said I like said that in a meeting without even thinking about it. It's like you know, if this stuff gets popped, that's game over. <laughs> I mean, game over, man. Game <laughs> over. I imagine some balding middle-aged man, kind of portly, sitting at his cubicle, fat-fingered, just looking at his keyboard and pecking at it. Game over. I'm hip. <laughs> well, you're you're a little bit off there, but <laughs> damn. Um, you, you definitely know he's going to use it at dinner party. Yeah, yeah, he is, oh. and that's okay. I don't care. 
because it it got my point across and at the time was useful. So and that's how I got another hundred seventy thousand dollars in funding. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> time to go buy toys. Anyways, um, and for those not paying attention, buy toys. We meant high priced hookers. Now, um, hmm. I don't think the hookers. Party. There, there, there went my. Uh, I, I completely blew my transition to the next story there. Uh, so about high-priced hookers. We're going to do cocaine off their asses. High, high-priced. Okay, we're going to talk Google. We can talk, we can do high-priced hookers. Just you know, because you know, same thing. Yeah, dude, you know, you there's a lot of hookers and blow going around at Google. <laughs> so this story is from v3.co.uk. Google will reward. This is also all over the place. Google will reward websites that use uh, quality HTTP, quality HTTPS encryption as opposed to the cheap stuff. <laughs> that use quality HTTPS encryption with higher rankings in search results. Literally, if you put an SSL cert on your site, Google will rank you higher. <laughs> They've got so they're a... corrupting the usefulness of their search to appease people. Well, Google's kind of gotten screwed over in the whole NSA leaks thing because they you know, do no evil, and now yeah, on the face of it, that's not happening. Um, so I think some of the stuff they're doing with, with pushing encryption... I've got a bunch of their quotes here. I'm not actually interested in reading them, but uh, pre- pretty much Google's trying to encourage the use of encryption to stop the monitoring and stuff like that. And Google doesn't actually care from their monitoring because their monitoring is done um, on endpoints of the encryption. They don't need to be man in the middle to get what they want because you either put their code on your website for analytics or you're probably logged into a Google account so, or using their browser, so they don't they don't care if you're using HTTPS. They still get their data. It just prevents, say, the NSA. And since their reputation got burned pretty badly by all these leaks, uh, it doesn't surprise me in the least that Google's trying to encourage this stuff. So, but I'm still saying them ranking websites is bad. They could put a little flag on it and say this one's good or whatever, but bumping down search results. Well, I mean, they're kind of editing what I see, and I know true. that's their job. But I, I am very much of well, they it's already the end do user's it. responsibility. That's true. That's true. I mean, they already do it, and they already yeah. do their their malware database. But uh, I see where you're coming from. That they. You, know, you don't like them editing the results, and and truthfully, if you've got somebody who's just running a little hobbyist website, you know maybe the extra, what's an SSL cert at? You know, it's like fifty bucks, sixty bucks now, depending where you get it from, a year. Um, it can be a little bit more than that if you get them longer, but I mean, there that you know, there there can be an upfront cost on getting a website down for somebody who's just kind of doing a hobbyist site or doesn't have a lot of money to throw in. So I I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. A webcomic site or take it to a local business level. What if I'm looking for a pizza place? Big national corporations might be buying those certs, but some mom and pop shop that has excellent pizza, they're just throwing up their website, their little webpage. Well, if you can order pizza online, I hope, I really hope. I wasn't going with ordering pizza online. I was just going with the advertisement. Oh, the standard restaurant website of their menu and the address. Yeah, oh, phone okay. number. Now, if they're doing orders, I could see 
they would want to be more secure simply because that's their reputation if I get popped last time well the only time my debit card got popped my bank knew where the leak was like which business yeah. got popped so that's going to hurt their business so they should secure that for their purposes but let's say just a menu there are some mom and pop places around here they know nothing about the internet their kid decided hey let's put up a web page and all you have is the menu and contact information maybe a brief bio you know i had a story i looked at earlier in the week and i forgot to save it about uh some restaurant trying to sue uh no no it wasn't a restaurant it was a hotel um they were su- they had put on their website um because they, i know yeah, Big knows where I'm going with this. Uh, Big, you might do a better job of relaying this because I don't remember it exactly. It was a bed and breakfast, and they withheld a deposit, $500 deposit that you put down. And if you posted a bad review on Yelp, they kept your deposit. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, I would nice. burn that place down. Yeah, they they kind of got that kind of happened. <laughs> yeah, it did. Awesome. I never stayed there. Now that. I've already threatened them. I want to point that out. <laughs> you Just also, in case there's an arson investigation. You also don't know which hotel you're talking about because I forgot the name of the place. Yeah, I don't even know what happened at the North Town Mall. In fact, I didn't even know that's where it happened. <laughs> wow. The North Town well, Mall, you say, at 10 p.m.? Yeah, yeah, I'm making sure not to be there. Um, I didn't even know that's where it happened. I was down <laughs> south. I was kicking it with cousins. We were going to party, but we just started drinking. They'll all co- corroborate, as soon as you tell <laughs> them what corroborate means. <laughs> you may have to spell that for them and explain it to them a couple times. <laughs> they were pretty... But they're on board. <laughs> You might also have to wait for some of them to stop passing out or regain consciousness. Because <laughs> those are two different things. If the cops, that will get you shot quicker than anything. Say I brought the weed, you'll be safe. Who says now? Paul, I mean, weed dealer. Weed dealer. <laughs> weed dealer. Door, man. Weed dealer, get on the ground. Spread them. <laughs> Billy Bob, it's me. I'm one of you. I'm pretending. But yeah, back to the uh, bed and breakfast. (laughs) I'm just, um, I just quickly flipped over to the IRC. They're talking about teledeldonics and incest, I think. Wow. I'm going to have to get on the IRC more. (laughs) Um, Yeah, big. These are my people. Quick, big! Your people need you. <laughs> I must go now. You, you do know where the web the web interface for it is, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> and the IRC was never the same again. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Uh, next one up is from The Verge. Software giant Microsoft recently tipped off police to a man in Pennsylvania who has now been arrested and charged with receiving and sharing child pornography through his OneDrive account. 
The arrest comes just days after news of Google's own tip-off to the police, resulting in a 41-year-old restaurant worker being placed in custody for possessing child porn. Microsoft police tip-offs should come as no surprise. Court records last year showed that the company initiated a similar tip-off to alert authorities about child porn in a OneDrive account. Uh, Microsoft scans emails and cloud storage using its photo DNA technology that calculates a mathematical hash for an image of a uh, or an image of child sexual abuse and allows it to recognize photos automatically even after they've been altered. Google, Twitter, and Facebook all use Microsoft's photo DNA tech helping to build up a database of illegal photos. Um, so here, here's the thing. That means that yes, anything you send to Google, sent through Google's email, you know, Hotmail, a OneDrive account, you know, Twitter, Facebook, you got to bet there's a ton of other online you know, anything that stores a file online is probably running uh, this software or a version of it. Uh, you have no privacy in any of these online services. They are scanning your stuff. And the fact that they're turning turning in uh, people sharing kitty porn, whereas I, that's laudable, I guess, that does mean they're looking through your stuff, automated or not. I'm kind of torn. I think the uh, pedophile should be skinned alive and then kept alive for as long as possible. Wow, you're being nice today. Without anesthetic, I don't want him to you know be pain free. I just want him alive to suffer longer. But another part of me hates this company for spying on its users. I mean, I guess if they're being open about it, as in you click on something saying hi, you have no privacy. Please use our service. I'm, I'm sure it's part of that the end user agreement that's you know eighty some odd pages long that nobody ever reads. Uh, and I'm fairly certain a lot of them have been declared not even legally enforceable. And they'd be technically correct, as we all know is the best kind of correct. So, but I, like I said, I'm torn. I like the idea that they're catching pedophiles because those guys should be shot. But I don't like the idea that they're spying on me. It, I'm not a pedophile. Yeah, that, that's exactly my point of view on this as well. It's like, you know, on, on one hand, yeah, um, it's fantastic that they've you know found somebody who deserves to be beaten to death with a wooden spoon. But on, on the other hand, they're looking through your shit. So, yeah, I'm fifty-fifty on this. I'm, I need to quit watching the IRC. They've gone from uh, <laughs> confusing Big Brother for Madman to deciding that we need a license agreement to listen to G15 and that it needs to involve beer and donuts. Uh, <laughs> I'm working on it right now. Oh, dear. <laughs> but d does it mean you have to be drinking beer and eating donuts, or can you do one or the other? I think it means they have to send us beer and donuts to, use yes. the, to, to listen to the stream. And we, we said we were doing this not for profit. It is not profit. We're just getting donations, right? Of the American government donuts. does that. We can do that. The American government collects their donations at gunpoint, dude. Good point. <laughs> and, and whereas Madman and I could, in fact, and Sword and Fox, now that I think about it, could... I think a good majority of the people involved in this station... Well, I'm thinking you, between all of us, we've got enough to arm those who aren't. <laughs> oh, yes. We have a gun-to-person ratio of greater than one. Oh, so, yeah. Easy. You know, we, we could potentially collect our, our, um, our, our, our donations via gunpoint, but we, we would need masks. <laughs> I have an Obama well, mask. 
We have been practicing. The president said you should give me money. I meant, give me money. I'm the president. <laughs> uh, now they're... Uh... Wow. I, I need to quit watching the IRC. I said I wouldn't look at it during the show, and that was a lie. So, all right. Let's uh, go from bad to worse. This is uh, from the WashingtonPost.com. A all-new version of Foursquare announced Wednesdays. Or Wednesdays. <laughs> I'm thinking of shows on the station. <laughs> all new version of Foursquare announced Wednesday. Learns what you like, leads you to places you'll love, and tracks your every movement even when the app is closed. Foursquare. Oh, cool. This is so convenient. Foursquare um, used to let people check in to different locations, redesigned it from the ground up with a new layout and a new logo, completely removing the check-in feature and adding a hidden feature to collect users' GPS coordinates every time their phone is powered, or any time their phone is powered on. One possible use, if you're a fan of steak, you can get suggestions sent to your smartphone about a new steak restaurant around the corner without even opening the app. Foursquare has tracked users' locations since 2011, but only when the app was in use, the same way other services like Twitter work. And when you, and users had to opt into the tracking in order for the uh, services' real-time tips and other users... Or, uh, or from other users and for what food to be given at a restaurant, for example. But now users are automatically... Huh? At least it's opt-in. No, it used to be opt-in. Oh, okay. Now you're yeah, automatically... So if you have it, you're opt-in. You're automatically tracked, So, uh, although you can choose to turn it off. So now, now it's opt-out. Okay. The uh, concept of passive aw- awareness using the Foursquare app isn't a new concept. Uh, and well, I, You're using the word concept too much in that sentence. Uh, the whole purpose is to learn what people like like to do and where they like to go so our service can provide the most relevant search results for them and that information is shared only between Foursquare and the user, no one else. Of course, Foursquare is then, you know, they're not sharing it with their corporate partners, they're selling it. Those are different words, have different legal connotations and I believe that that's probably what they're doing. Selling it to their corporate partners and storing it in case they're ever subpoenaed or just, you know, Wanna, or someone shows up with a warrant. Yeah, or, or they just want to see where people go. I mean, but yeah, that's the thing is Foursquare used to be this big Facebook thing. I I, I always used to remember seeing the little, you know, pleaserobme.com, which we confirmed earlier no longer works, or at least wasn't working earlier. Um, you know, this whole concept of checking in and, you know, saying, which is basically saying, I'm not at home. <laughs> Which, I mean, if somebody's got a regular job, you can kind of make that assumption anyways in a lot of ways, but still getting the confirmation. (laughs) Yeah, uh, getting the confirmation is great. It's less likely you'll get shot. (laughs) Especially if you're robbing one of us. (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're robbing somebody in the southeast. (laughs) I like that, Cycros. Four squares like Ingress, but without a good backstory and no no space noises. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't level up. You, you gotta don't. level up. I mean, I need those points. You used to well, level up in Foursquare, I think. Really? I, yeah, well, it. you got, like, ranks or something. In Ingress, I have to turn the GPS on. This thing's just gonna kill my battery by installing it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is it used to be this big social networking thing, and it would tie in with Facebook. And so there's gonna be a lot of people who still have this installed, and now they're just, in, you know, now it's just going in as a service, and it's just gonna run all the time. You know, checking in with Foursquare and tracking you. I mean, I guess that's the part about it that bothers me, is that if you've already got it on your phone, it's going to get this update and just start f- tracking you. 
And there's a lot of people who got really into social networking who probably still have it kicking around their phone. And if you're somebody using iOS stuff and you, you use the same profile, you'll find your apps follow you from phone to phone to phone. Um, I discovered on my current iPhone, um, Fruit Ninja is still installed. I haven't played that game in years, but there it is. <laughs> and it's like, I don't remember installing that on this phone, but it, it came in with a backup when I restored a profile, right? Apple remembers. Apple remembers. Which means it's if so I had convenient. ever bothered to install Foursquare, it's probably still on a lot of people's phones, even if they've not used it in a long time. So. So the sheep are being monitored even more than they were before. Well, I mean, it's it's just yet another reason where if you're going to do anything even remotely sketchy, you throw the phone in the Faraday bag, you throw the Faraday bag in, in your, the back of your bedroom closet, and you leave it. But then you're off the network, and they know you're doing something sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, okay, here you go. <laughs> you take your current phone. You duct tape it to the back of a random stray dog. <laughs> I'm liking where this is going. Keep going. <laughs> and then you go off and do something sketchy, and they're tracking you somewhere else, so they think you're doing something sketchy, but you think you were doing something sketchy somewhere else. So <laughs> It's not even sketchy. Political activism again. Some party's going to be in power that doesn't like what at least half the country's doing. Yeah. Or you could just leave your cell phone at your place. That way, you know, if they're still tracking you, you can just be like, nope, I was at home drinking. I want to see this used as a legal defense. I really do. All this shit tracking me, I want somebody to blow somebody's head off and then say, look at my cell phone, I was at home. Look at my login, I was at home. Call the NSA. They have me bugged in an IRC channel talking about, I don't know, rape fetishes and Pokemon cards. Those what? Those go together surprisingly well, actually. I mean, I've been in many IRC conversations where it's just, it transitions seamlessly. I, I, I'm obviously either not spending enough time in IRC or... or... You're just not going to the right channels. I, I mean, there we really write channels in an IRC. Well, I mean, we haven't been in radio. We haven't been in Second Life in years, so maybe. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've got to go to the door. There's some Jehovah's Witnesses who want to have a conversation with me. It's going to make a lot more sense than this one. Be right back. <laughs> but I still think that's that's a legal defense. I want to see one day with all the shit that's tracking me now. I, I'd kind of do too, actually. Um, of course, my usual didn't legal already, my usual legal advice is, is don't be the first. But you know, hey, <laughs> yeah, somebody has already subpoenaed the NSA, trying to get them to prove that he wasn't in an area because they said he can track they can track his cell phone. Yeah, how it, it hasn't gone anywhere yet, or at least last time I heard about the story, it hadn't gone anywhere. I think they probably gave him his hush money, gave him <laughs> paid him off, and. He disappeared. No, they, they would have convicted him of the drug offense that he was charged with, oh. whatever offense he was charged with, and tipped him off to whatever prison is in that area. <laughs> well, that's probably what happened then. It's just like, you know, they just ended the story right then and there. <laughs> they pulled a, oh, what was the Schwarzenegger movie? Um, Running Man. They pulled a Running Man and they photoshopped him at the beach, you know, raising the martini glass. Yeah, he's dead in prison. He's dead. <laughs> He's just dead. dead 
I hope if that ever happens, someone has seen The Running Man and that becomes an inside NSA joke. Just everyone they bump off is pictured on a tropical <laughs> island somewhere with a martini. <laughs> you know, just Maybe look at last season's are. winners. And if anybody's wondering, I found out that Running Man was on uh, Netflix and... and They've actually got quite a few of the fun old old stuff. They had Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, um, Johnny Mnemonic, yes. Yeah, that, that one on Netflix. Watched that the other day. Um, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Oh, yeah. Stupid movie, but... <laughs> it's like, you know, why not just... You know, you've already got it on a disc. Why don't you just... Henry hate? Rollins was just fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've played with uh, XBMC uh, Torrents and stuff like that. Netflix is... Uh, uh, faster. <laughs> um, yeah, popcorn time. Yeah, I've se- I've seen popcorn time. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. You you, you remember Psychos? I I have enough of a presence. I don't want to get <laughs> too much caught with piracy shit. <laughs> so, anyways, but you're absolutely right. Um. Psychros that there's plenty of other ways to get that content out there. I just, you know, noticed it was, uh, oh, I've got a good VPN too. I'm just, uh, okay. I've got the VPN network, which I was working on the other night. You guys heard me messing with stuff, you know, reinstalling the router. And then I've got the clear net stuff that I'm letting being tracked on purpose. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's called plausible deniability. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. That's, I wouldn't use that for Johnny Mnemonic. I can get it easier. Kindred the Embraced. No one has that one series. One season of that one series. I knew a guy in high school who had it on tape. It was terrible. That show was absolutely terrible, but I knew a guy who had it. Just because every one of those vampires had Fortitude 3, you're going to say it's terrible. <laughs> well, among other things. <laughs> and rolled really, really well. <laughs> really, really well. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and something about a plot that made no sense. But, um... <laughs> plot in TV shows. Next time you're going to tell me reality TV exists and is real. Well, why why would... We're all adults here. Lying is not necessary. You, you don't have to make shit up. Um. You mean they fake it? Oh, shit. Just like women. Oh, shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. All right, last story. This is from Wired. Researchers at Dell SecureWorks uh, Security Division say they've uncovered a series of incidents in which a Bitcoin the, uh, thief redirected a portion of online traffic from no less than 19 internet service providers, including the data networks of Amazon and other hosting ser- services like DigitalOcean and OVH, with the goal of stealing cryptocurrency from a group of Bitcoin users. Though each uh, redirection less- lasted less than 30 seconds or so, the thief was able to perform the attack 22 times, uh, each uh, each time hijacking and gaining control of the processing power of a group of Bitcoin miners, who the users uh, who expected processing power to add new coins to the currency network. The attacker specifically targeted a collection of Bitcoin mining pools. Um, uh, they explain what a pool is there. I don't want to bother. 
the redirection technique tricked users pool participants into continuing to devote their processing power to Bitcoin mining while allowing the hackers to keep the proceeds. At its peak, uh, according to researchers' measurements, the hackers' scam was pocketing a flow of Bitcoins and other digital currencies, including Dogecoin and Worldcoin, worth close to $9,000 a day. With this kind of hacking, you quite e- you could quite easily grab a large collection of clients, uh, said Paul uh, Lictique one of Dell's researchers. It takes less than a minute, and you end up with a lot of mining traffic under your control. Uh, Dell researchers believe the Bitcoin thief used a technique called BGP hijacking, which exploits the so-called border gateway protocol, the routing instructions that direct traffic at the connection points between the Internet's largest networks. The hacker took advantage of a staff user account at a Canadian ISP to periodically broadcast a spoof command that redirected traffic from other ISPs starting in February and continuing through May of this year. The Dell researchers won't name the ISP, and they're not sure how the hacker gained access to the account or whether he or she might have, in fact, been a rogue staffer. So what the guy was doing was um, he was watching this mining pool and managing to um, grab the traffic for when the pool solved a coin, take their solution, and then submit it from his own mining pool if I read the article right because it's wired and they don't exactly get the details great. So what I gathered was he was stealing the solution of this mining pool then submitting it himself. Not even mad. It's brilliant. <laughs> so that's a lot of work for it, but yeah, I mean, nine grand yeah, a day. Yeah, he's working for it. Yeah. He's working for it, man. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty impressed. So, it's 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 a cool trick. <laughs> but uh Yeah. Yeah, no, nothing more to say on that one. I'm just impressed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wish I had the skill. Well, BGP spoofing is interesting because it can be really simple or get really, really hairy, depending on what it is you're looking at. And he was doing enough. He was probably getting into the hairy shit. So, all right, let's uh, let's do this. All right. What was that, Big? That's racist. Uh, or transoriental. <laughs> Can't hold me down from my people. Yeah. <laughs> we already worked this out, dude. Transoriental. Mm-hmm. I got Mugu Guy pan in the fridge. <laughs> and a bottle of sake in the liquor cabinet. I can do this legitimately. Stop oppressing me, you white cis bastard. <laughs> I'm going back to Tumblr, ass. So, so wait, I... I... So if I've got sauerkraut in the fridge and fucking Jeremy <laughs> and it's a medic bastard, uh, triggering me both of you. My Norwegian dead. heritage is twitching. Oh wow, we got we got reconnected. Damn, wonder what happened. Oh, what happened? I don't know. The recording's probably. Still going. At least I hope the recording's still going. But um, yeah, we just got. I wonder how long we were out. Well, Psychros just said stream died, or did my client crash? Um, the stream, the streams back up. Streams up. Streams up. Yeah, but I'm wondering if the recording got got nixed. Go check. We is professionals radio. Professional radio station. See what happens when you trigger me. Oh dear. Don't God. trigger, are you? He will crash the internet with his mind. 
Yes. Please Ooh, stay free. tuned. We are having technical difficulties. We will be right back with your regularly unscheduled show. Oh, okay, we didn't lose the recording. It's still going. And welcome back. Ooh, free iPad. Click. <laughs> <laughs> I need some newspaper to tear up for dramatic effect here. Well, printer paper will work. I mean, that's not a free iPad? The fishing expedition? <laughs> but I did still get my free Corvette, right? That was real. <laughs> oh, did I, tell you, did I tell you guys the time we had? A, I had a guy walk into my office and really, really sure that you know one of these spam emails was real. Kept um, asking me over and over again. But yes. this guy in Nigeria said he's a prince. Yeah. All right. First thing I've got for um, Digital Dojo, uh, it's called decryptolocker.com, and you give them an email address and a file that was encrypted by CryptoLocker if you know you got your machine infected with it. And the portal will email you back the master decryption key and a link to their program to help you use the key to repair all the encrypted files. So um, who put this program together? Together. It was FireEye and Foxit Technologies uh, managed to actually sit, put together a program. They 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 uh, figured out how to screw up the uh, encryption of CryptoLocker, and they can reverse it in a lot of cases. So I don't expect anyone who listens to this show has actually been affected by CryptoLocker, but if you're trying to help somebody whose computer has, this can be invaluable because it gives you a chance to decrypt everything. So, or decrypt somebody else's stuff. Ooh. Yeah, if you know, if, you, if somebody's like, "Oh, I got a crypto locker on this machine. Fuck it, I'm gonna go buy a new one here. You can have it." Then you know, yeah. <laughs> or you know, you're at somebody's house and she's all like, "Hey, uh, don't touch my laptop. I got, I got stuff on there." And then yeah. So. And Dude, then, uh huh. If she, if, if she says that, it, I'm it, impressed. And then that's you figure out, that's when you figure out by stuff on there, she meant the underwear she piled up on top of it. Yeah. Depending on the cup size, I'm impressed. That's a keeper. <laughs> that entire laptop fit in that one cup. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, unfortunately, that's her panties. <laughs> we sent you to death by Snoo Snoo. Okay. I always really, really. <laughs> glad he cut out then <laughs> alright the last thing I have is from the blog of uh, codestarter.org they have put together a very nicely detailed write up on turning an Acer uh, C720 Chromebook into a useful Ubuntu computer and now this, this is not for the ARM Chromebooks like I've got a Samsung ARM Chromebook that I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with because it's useless and it's about the same size as my little ultrabook and yeah but the post is targeted at students they uh what what code started does is they they try to put together these packages to give to uh, underprivileged students so that they have an opportunity to learn to code and so they they've set these things up to dual boot cuz the Acer C720 is actually a Intel i3 if i remember right it's it's an Intel Chromebook and they're still only like 200 bucks um, but 
you know, they've got a nice full write-up of, ex- you know, they, they, they ex- over-explain it, actually, on, on why they're doing what they're doing and why they went with this particular Chromebook. And But, you know, they've got links to their installer. They've got links to, um, you know, th- th- their GitHub with everything on it of how, how they get all this to go. And they've got instructions at the bottom for getting Minecraft to work on this particular Chromebook. Nice. So, you know, for students. <laughs> you know, I, I could play, you know, Minecraft or I could learn to code. Well, actually, um, <laughs> if you get the version of Minecraft that was meant for the Raspi, uh, I think you can do both. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they justify it by saying kids love Minecraft. It's a game, but encourages an engineering mindset where kids use their computers to build whatever they can dream. And apparently, the C seven twenty or the the Acer C seven twenty can run it smoothly with uh, slightly reduced settings. So, like, you turn down the draw distance a little bit. Yeah. Is the player down cool. again? I didn't get disconnected from it again. Maybe it's coming. <laughs> uh, deal with it at the end of the show. Yeah. Nearly there. But anyways, I'm actually thinking about going and picking up one of these uh, Acer C720s uh, just to hack on it. Because, I mean, it's like, you know, 200 bucks. That's not bad for a full-on uh, laptop. But at the same time, meh. <laughs> I'm not sure if I really need another Chromebook. I'm not really happy with the one I got. Christ, they're saying the stream's down again. Well, screw it. We're at the end of the show anyways, and the player's still going. So, uh, that's that's it. That's all I've got was that uh, uh, Chromebook. Of course, listen to the stream. We're always working on it. I'm hoping to really get some time in on it Saturday when it's, you know, working. Um, now they've got me curious. Actually, you Get that loading in the background. Pure decking every Thursday. Um, Laura has told me he's not doing the missing dialogues. He's going back to doing um, uh, his new Duck show. Duck anime review? No, no. Uh, his new show. Um, Reality Bites? Reality Bites. Thank you. I was blanking on that. Awesome. Uh, on Tuesdays. Instead of missing, apparently he ran out of topics or something. Um the Galaxy 15 radio site, the Twitter handle, the feedback forum, the subreddit, and the IRC channel are always you can uh, you can communicate with us. It, you know, worst comes to worst, um, I'm fairly certain if you get up on a really big tower and start flashing Morse code, Big will be able to decode it for you, and yes. we'll, we'll get and, the message. And please telepathically send me pictures of your nudes. I'm lonely. <laughs> Sending one now. Oh god, Hold that's up. a good one. I are think you? I still have your number to text you stuff. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> one moment. I figured out how to do my balls. Oh god damn it. <laughs> uh, it looks to me like the stream's up, so I don't know. Um I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody's having a problem with their VPN. Anyways, oh damn it. Connection lost. Alright. Something's up with the stream. Uh, doesn't matter. We're gonna, we're gonna, and we're back on the air. Um, doesn't matter. That's the end of the show. That's all I've got. I'm not. No, 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 no,